The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. They've been baking people happy since 1853. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Two minutes past three, currently 14.3 degrees outside. A little bit of a weird day. Speaking of weird, Kimbo on the Roots with you for the next two hours, live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to Balfour's, IGA Supermarkets and Hyundai. The Hyundai Kona, imagine to be bold. Well, we'd better introduce the man that blew up social media yesterday. Here he is, the Italian Stallion. What's the matter you? Hey, God, no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. I'll shut up your face. How many coffees today? Uh, Hello, Kim. Uh, Hello, everyone. Like two and a tin two. can biscuit, actually. Oh, no. I'll be going half rat powder, though. Oh, wow. Well. a bit flat. Well, I'm surprised. i loaded myself up and three jelly beans. Goodness gracious. Uh, the alcoholic drink, not the... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, all Rich, we needed. Didn't you turn back the clock yesterday, you little newsbreaker? Well, people needed to know. Yeah. And, and you spent a lot of time on it, and we're still spending a lot of time on it. Uh, I work the phones today, Rooch. I'm just going to touch up some of your story yesterday. Not touch it up, just add to it. Mm. Uh, but you were all over in regards to Melbourne. But there, we do need to shed a little bit more clarity on it. He has not quit the club. Well, he's not going back, is he? That's not guaranteed yet. He has a decision to make. He met with Matthew Nix. If we were betting then, and you can't afford to, Roach, because you're already 13 coffees down. Uh, 12, I was told um, yesterday. Oh, I gave you one back yeah. for breaking the story. That's right. Um, no, he's not going back. Uh, it's not done yet. No, but it's not, not done yet. Back. We'll talk about that shortly, though. Good show coming up. Roach at 3.35. We'll be joined by Matt Hill, SEN commentator, best rest race caller in the world. Uh, he's doing the game with Jared Waitley, Dwayne Russell and Dermot Brereton. How are those four people all going to get a word in? <laughs> well, they will have a very strong producer like we have with Ben who will keep them under control. Well, what are you looking at me like that for? Yeah, well, you must owe him a coffee. <laughs> That's They'll fair, work it, Kim. Fair. You know they will. But what about the crowd that's already lining up outside it's the MCG? Be huge. The anticipation of this. So we'll cross to Matt. Mm. We'll get an idea of the conditions as well. People like to have their footy multis. We'll talk about yes. the ins and the outs and who may win that game. Looking forward to that, chat. As I am at 4.03, roughly. Roughly. Never yeah. hold us no, to no, times, no, please. Not us. But after the four o'clock news, we'll be joined by Benjamin Hart. Benny Hart, former Crow, GWS assistant coach. What a first year Adam Kingsley has had. They take on St Kilda Saturday at the traditional time slot of 2.20 at the SCG. Wonderful. Do you do long for those days oh, again? I was actually talking to someone today about how our Saturdays used to be a ritual mm. around 2.20 when we grew up with their sample footy. Uh, it's a thing, and remember, shops closed at midday, Kim. Remember, everything Whenever shut I at talk midday. about the old days, I, I choose to reference... Phones. Ah, because okay, this is the good. impact. No, well, the impact that mobile phones have had on our lifestyles, yes. uh, whether it be work or social, and uh, they can be life saving, they can be incredibly convenient, but they are also incredibly intrusive, aren't they? Good point. Very good. But that's point. the world we live in. Uh, 4.15, who's hot and who's not? Thanks to.
Fujitsu. Say it one more time. Fujitsu. Say it with meaning. Fujitsu. Oh, gee. You'll burst a pile doing that. I don't even want to think about that. Where does this come from? Why did you bring that up? <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Wow. Uh, I believe you're having a crack at an ex-employer, a big one. Kim, in it's an important part of the year. People line up to get certain information and they're not provided that information. They Hey, they held people to account. They ought to be held to, held account, to account as, well. as yeah. well. Well, yes. Well, don't mention the war. You savaged me many times, Roach. Oh, well. why, why did you get so personal? Uh, I'm not sure. Not sure. Did you step we, on my toes one day or something? Oh, sorry for having did an you opinion not keep and standing the, up to you. Did you not keep you, the yeah. elevator open for me or something? <laughs> At Did fo- you take the last sausage roll at Footy Park? That would have got on me. I don't know. Well, Did you do me. that? I've never been a sausage roll man. Oh, it was not you then. No, more a pie or a pasty. It'd be very hard for anyone to steal the last sausage roll from you, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's humanly possible. Oh, dear. Uh, you slept next to the pie warmer. Uh, at 4.30. Oh, at 4.30, yeah, tight ass. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't turn your own heater on. At 4.30, one of our favourite chats, always, for many years now, we both go back with this gentleman. Remember his first AFL game. Who was it against? Adelaide. Showdown. Yep. He loved his Last showdowns. Last minute call up. The human pectoral, Chad Corns. Uh, Love need him. to ask him a question which we're trying to nail down at the moment. Uh, not confirmed as yet. We're just trying mm-hmm. to nail this. But go on, go I'm on. hearing Tom Jonas injured at training in one of the last drills today and may have a calf problem that's going to declare the end before it is Look, the we'll end get, of Port Adelaide's campaign. Yeah, we'll get to Port we'll Adelaide very quickly or very shortly, Roach, but uh, wasn't going to play. But you don't want him injured in case there's further injuries down the track. Exactly so right. Let's hope that's not the case. Mm. So we have a busy show coming up. We'd love you to be a part of it. We uh, enjoy the text. Uh, 0427154166. Uh, what have we got here? Kimbo. Here's a text Kimbo. from Louis. Hello, Louis. Uh, Kimbo, you put the moz on Adelaide when you said they haven't lost a play uh, in a uh, long, long time uh, last week. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, they haven't lost him yet. Uh, look, we'll flesh that out. We'll bring you up to date with what's happening with Shane McAdam. But, uh, what about the other one? Tom Duda. What's oh, happening I, there? I can update you on that as well. I worked the phones today, Roach. I'm going to put in a little bit of overtime with Hutch, uh, and I'm sure he'll honour that invoice. Mm. Maybe not. Interesting. Uh, Interesting we'll where all this goes. And I'll tell you what, didn't you upset all the Port Adelaide fans yesterday? Why? Well, you've shopped Xavier Dersma. Oh, look. And, and listen, regardless of where that stands, because he has a contract, but we know what contracts are. How does Port do the deal for Asava Radagalia? I, I, I'm still trying to work out how they do it because Geelong's got every right to stay strong. Can we, yeah. you, you big bottle of mayonnaise, you, uh, can we just tidy that up? I did not upset anyone. Someone called Joe, who I think may have been a double A AA plant Ooh. anyway, Ooh. because you keep having goes at Rowie. <laughs> I do. They've, they've done that because uh, yeah, Joe couldn't be that stupid, that text. It's not possible. I think anyone that listens to our show knows that. But now that Mark Bickley's on board. Well, and Roach, he's got him going elsewhere. We'll get to that as well. Well, you have to do a deal somehow. I agree. I've been, so, what did I say to you earlier about way, way back in the port needs assets? I All I did was relay an article that brought up Dersma, mm-hmm. who has one year to go. Yes. Now, you've got to give something to get something. Exactly. Then another text came through about Josh Sin. Mm. You're not going to get a lot for Scott Lysett, with respect. Yeah. 
So if you're going to do all these deals, you've got to give something away. Exactly. So we'll flesh that out very, very shortly. And we can go through some of the classics of all time. To get Darren Jarman to Adelaide, and he became yeah. a key part of the double premiership. Are we really? Sean Wellman had to go. Yeah. That's how it works. We're not going through all of those today, are we? No, but I'm trying to make the point. Okay. If you want something, you have to give up something, don't all you? Right. No need to be aggressive. I love you. Uh, let's go to Port Adelaide. Let's see what's happening here. There's good news. You look like getting three back. I'm, mm. I'm not hearing. I want. There's a large part of me that wants a Ratio to play. Okay, so let's go through what we know from training today. Trent McKenzie's fine. Tick. Okay, so he'll replace Tom Jonas, yep. who, from what we're hearing, isn't fine. Okay. Scott Lysett is fine. He'll replace Sam Hayes. Tick. Done. Todd Marshall will return. Now, what happens here at selection? No, Ollie goes. <laughs> Ollie Lord's staying there because there's no Charlie Dixon. No, I'm getting rid of Ollie Wines. Wow. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. Wow, I've, I've heard of... Can open I've heard of brave... Is it, is everyone... Brave selection has calls. everyone had a humour bypass, have they? What serious <laughs> time of the year, Kim? I know that. Well, I said, I said yesterday at the Gabba, depending on weather conditions, mm. I would roll the dice with going with a small forward setup. I'd have Todd Marshall as the one tall. Yeah. And I'd have Aratio in there. Well, he, but that's a that's a big risk. Yeah. So Arazio trained with what you consider the second side, the whites. Mm. So I don't think that's going to happen. No. I would love you to actually tell me if you could have a crystal ball and if you were in the Port Adelaide coaching panel, mm. ask this of Chad. Is there something different you can do with Jeremy Finlayson to make him like a Justin Westhoff edge in this final? Is there some... We saw that wonderful mm. moment where he goes into ruck. Was it last year or the year before? Last year, wasn't it? All these years blew yeah. up. Is yeah. there something extra with Jeremy Finlayson that turns him into this X factor in the finals? Well, I think he, he, he needs to be up forward. But mm. they're up against great opposition in Payne and the uh, and the captain. Um, oh, Harris Andrews. Harris Andrews, the All-Australian. So no, he didn't make he... All-Australian. I wish he was. This year. This year, I mean. Who? Harris Andrews. Oh, I thought he got in. No, we argued about him should have been, but he wasn't. Oh, sorry, you got me confused. No, I don't think he should have been in because he had a quiet first half. Right, okay. But he wasn't anyway. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I've had a brain fade. That's Someone right. will correct us. I thought he should have been. Doesn't matter. All right, all right doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. Anyway, look, we'll, we'll flesh that out tomorrow with the just side. Let, intrigued. Is there something yeah. they can do with Jeremy? Everyone's looking for that edge in September. Something different that gets the opposition off guard and makes a big difference in finals. Well, just play as a forward. That's what you pay to do as a key forward. Mm, I don't think you yeah. have to do anything tricky. Right you out. just need Scott Lysett to be able to match it with, with uh, the big O. Mm. That's the problem. Mm. Battle of the dinosaurs. Hey, what's happening at GWS? Because that's a huge game when they take on St Kilda. Well, uh, St. Kilda the best centre-half back in the world, Sam Taylor, is coming back from a hamstring injury. Now, mm. he's, to use the term GWS has used today, cruise through training without any concerns. But you know better than anyone else. It's when you cool down that things mm. get revealed. So they're saying, yes, but not certain. He looks good enough to go, but they want to check him out and then be certain he's going to play. I would give that still a tick. Uh, that's going to be an intriguing game. Before we go to the break, uh, we'll flesh that out tomorrow as well. That's going to be an absolute cricky, you got cri cracker. You've got St Kilda, who are the harder side in the competition to score against, mm. against the Orange Tsunami. Will we see the Orange Tsunami? Will they go all-out attack? Well, the way that Ross Lyon is speaking as St Kilda coach, you won't see Dougal Howard.
He's going to stick with Zane Cordy. Well, there you go. You might be able to recruit him back. Hey, we need to go to a break. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. After the break, we'll give you the very latest on Shane McAdam and Tom Dudo. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Nineteen on a Thursday afternoon. First final gets underway tonight at 6.50. It's the Pies v Melbourne. Who are you tipping, Roach? Melbourne. Yeah, I'm the same. Should be a cracker. Conditions won't be great. We'll be crossing to Melbourne at around 3.35 to chat to commentator Matt Hill. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. In jest. <laughs> I dropped the holly wines. <laughs> I was joking. Uh, Texas comes through. No wines. Kimbo, I'll drive two and a half hours to slap you myself. That's Baz from Com. Do you know where Com is? Kingston on Murray. Did you see that on the text machine? You would no, have I've never driven, driven past You it. would have never worked that out. You didn't even know what FOMO was. No, I don't know what that is, but I've never driven past FOMO. I've driven past Kingston on Murray. Fear of missing out. I've never driven past it. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Uh, Roach. <laughs> is it? <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. Time's always the enemy. Uh-huh. Shane McAdam, congratulations on breaking the story yesterday. Uh, blew up social media. Um I received a few phone calls today, then I made a few phone calls. So I think we should put some clarity or try and tidy it up a, li- a little bit. He has not quit the club, right? You're happy to concede that? Well, the tone I got yesterday Just was, can, are you happy? He hasn't I'm, happy I'm happy to have for that to be a point yep. of view, but the point that's of view right. I got from no, his that's camp. the fact. That's the fact. He has not quit the club yet. All right. All right. So what's happened? Shane McAdam was offered a two-year deal upon mm. the Adelaide Crows, which they thought was good enough to get the deal done. Mm. He's 28 years old. Mm. I think that's fair and reasonable. Everyone can have their own opinion. Mm. He wasn't getting any interest from any other clubs. Apparently, I've heard from a couple of managers, oh, there may be a bit of a nibble. I think that's a little bit of a BS. Mm. But then someone from the Melbourne Football Club said, hey, we're prepared to give this bloke three years. We can get him. Yep. All right. So that offer was made. You were 100% right, Roots. You were absolutely all over it. And they sold it to him big time. Now, Mm -hmm. everyone wants to be wanted. So they said, this is our forward line next year. Then Royan. Yes. Fritch. Pickett. Chandler. S. McAdam. Mm. We are in the window. We will be playing finals. Yes. And trying to win flags. Yes. You are outside of the window. Mm -hmm. You're close to the window. Mm -hmm. No guarantee of coming in yet. We want you. Now, that always gets someone aroused. Now, Adelaide were made aware of that, sat down with his management, and they had made a three-year offer as well. Mm, I think Mark Williams played a pretty big part in showing that love to McAdam. Okay. And what has since happened, I think he sat down, I think it was yesterday, with Matthew Nix, Mm -hmm. and chats are ongoing. Mm. The club is hopeful. They do want him, but they totally understand now it's his call, and... If I was to have another coffee with you, Roach, I'm probably leaning to Melbourne. Mm. But he has not quit the club. This is how it happened. Mm. An offer came from left field. And the other thing that several people from Shane's camp as well wanted to clear out, there is absolutely no difference of opinion with the conditioning staff and especially Darren Burgess. No, not Darren Burgess. There were some historical problems back in the, is it Steve Steve Saunders Saunders day? Yeah, Yeah. nothing to do with the current Mm. conditioning people at all. So he's 28. He gets a three-year deal from a power club, Mm. gets a chance to play in Melbourne if he wants. 
or he's got an offer to stay here. Mm. So we wait and see. Do you want to know about Tom Duday? I'm most intrigued on this one. Tom Duday, okay. I'm just looking at the clock. 3.22, five-minute ad, come back. We'll go to an ad. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'll update you on Tom Duday. What I will tell you is that from my conversations, Sydney are out of the race because they need a defender that can play straight away. Yes. So it gets down to Brisbane. I'll reveal all shortly. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. On a Thursday afternoon, big night of footy coming up. Poor... Oh, what? <laughs> I was about to say magpies and nearly said Port Adelaide. Oh, uh, Collingwood, Collingwood taking on Melbourne at the MCG. Uh, 650. Five. No, 650. Yeah, Port, uh, 655. All very confusing. Uh, we're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. We always say we normally don't read these outreach. We're not here for trolls. Uh, I think after five years, I think people know we try and be fair. But I'll read out this, oh, nearly said dickhead then. Uh, Kim. But you did. <laughs> not to him, I didn't. Oh, okay. Kim, covering for his crows mates again. More crows leaving what's new. Stop cutting roots down. Now, look, you silly, childish, insignificant, insecure, uneducated <laughs> wow. person. Um, I think, you know, we try and provide the best and most accurate news we can. And I certainly did not cut Roots down. I introduced him as blowing up social media yesterday because there are about 200,000 website hits in regards to the story he broke. What we're telling you accurately is that both clubs now have offered three years. Mm. We think he will go to Melbourne, which is what Roots uh, suggested yesterday. But the deal is not done and he has not quit the club. So in fairness to all parties, that should be reported. Okay. I've also How is the deal going to be done? What are we going to see here between well, Melbourne and Adelaide? Well, good question, Rooch. Good question. We talked about it yesterday, and I thought he's a third-round pick. You were trying to get second. We were doing well, role the, play. The point there is Melbourne will – where will Melbourne rank at the end of the year? First or second, Se- do you reckon? Second. I'm sticking with Brisbane. So their second-round pick is at the end of the second round, which is virtually third round anyway. So mm. what's the difference? All right. We're um, arguing three points, well, let's, three positions, let's which hear, I know is worth a lot of points. Let's but. hear from someone far more qualified. Mm. Uh, Cal Toomey, this is his assessment on what Shane McAdams okay. is worth. Is it late second, yeah. early third? Yeah, I'd say around there. Yeah, I'd say around there. I mean, I look at Blake Akers last year, and he was sort of a future third-round pick. The problem with this year's draft, though, Gary, and we've spoken about this a little bit, is that clubs don't want to be using picks 40 onwards. It's just not like going to be that many. So how much they're worth and, and whether the clubs sort of hope to tap into the futures market instead will be, um, I think, a point of deliberation on a lot of deals this trade period. So, Melbourne's second round pick, which will probably land at, what, 30, 35, perhaps? I don't know how many other, you know, we don't know how many free agency picks are going to be loaded into this draft. Mm. Is that fair enough for Shane McAdam? Yeah. Would well, that satisfy Adelaide? Not sure, Rich. Mm. Probably be around the moment. Here's another one. People's ears are painted on at the moment. What is it? The change of the weather. Hi, fellas. I'm very surprised Kimbo put in such a power of work putting to bed the innuendo around Skeeter Zeta's rumours on McAdam. 
uh, and Dude. I'm not surprised that he didn't put in the same effort with Zeta Zdersma rumours that Kim took as solid yesterday. I didn't take him as solid yesterday. You flog, you silly little human. Anyway, tell and, me and about no, Tom Dude. Yeah, no, I can't. We've got to go to the news, oh, so we'll have to do it afterwards. Again? But I did just say I put in calls regarding Dersma. Understandably, it's harder to get anyone to talk at the moment from Port Adelaide, given they are still involved in finals. But Mark Bickley has, has his say. All right, is that the same number again? Fair dinkum. Mm. I'm going to have a look there. I'm getting angry, Rich. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to block those right. idiots. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Thirty-five on a Thursday afternoon. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. Massive game at the MCG tonight. Gets underway at 6.50. We're about to cross to Melbourne to find out the weather conditions and who's going to win from one of the best commentators in the game. Just quickly, though, a couple of texts while we wait to go to Max Matt Hill. Uh, this one says, Kimbo, you love the text dramas. I don't, actually. They annoy the hell out of me, the childish ones. I like the good banter. I like getting stitched up, Rooch, by... Teresa Green. That's not the only one. <laughs> oh, there's been a few. They've worked a little bit blue. Before we go to Matty, I know he's there waiting. Instead of picking on me, you sensitive port supporters, Mark Bickley, this staggered me, had this to say on the Brecky show about could Xavier Dersma land at the Crows? As you said, his, his sister's just moved over here. If he didn't want to leave Adelaide, could could it be Shane McAdam to Melbourne, Brody Grundy to Port Adelaide and Xavier Dersma to Adelaide. Now, Adelaide don't have, you know, they're, they're looking for that outside running machine who's a great kick, and we've seen Dersma do that really well. He hasn't had the, uh, the, the consistency or the continuity in his game mm. over the, probably the last 18 months, but he is very capable. He fits right into that slot in terms of age bracket, games, experience that Adelaide are looking for. He's ready-made. I think he would be in their best 22. I love this time of the year. Oh, I tell you, it drives me crazy, I wow. tell you. There you go, troll Mark Bickley on the Brecky Show. <laughs> Matt Hill's been waiting patiently. G'day, Matty. Kimbo and Roosh, lovely to talk to you. It must oh, be Matt. a big night if I'm talking to you guys. Oh, it, it is. is. We only night. get the big names on when their big games are happening. Uh, how's the weather in Melbourne? What's it going to be like at the G? Oh, it's a good question. Well, it's going to be typically Melbourne. Uh, so the forecast, well, today it's 22 degrees and, you you know, it's fair, fairly warm. It's lovely, actually. And it's going to drop to 12 tomorrow. Uh, so as a result, we're getting a thunderstorm tonight. Very, mm. very windy at the moment. And Armageddon's on its way. So um, I think we're in for a very, very interesting night. What are the timing of that, Matt? Be during the game or after? Well, I don't... I, I, look, I'm not a meteorologist, but I have been looking at the radar every half an hour. Because yeah. um, as you know, guys, when you're uh, when you work in sports broadcasting, you tend to look at the radar a lot. Mm. And that big cell of rain is going to hit the MCG, judging by the radar, in about an hour and a half. So it's going to be pre-game. And then there's a fair bit behind it as well. So uh, I would anticipate that uh, it's going to be a pretty wet start to the night. Matt, big news at selection when you've got John Noble, 83 consecutive games, played every game for Collingwood this year and misses the final. What sort of reaction has that generated in Melbourne? 
Well, it certainly created plenty of surprise, uh, but you see the ins for Collingwood yeah. with Bo McCreary, Darcy Moore, and also Nathan Murphy. And mm. we've seen what's happened in the last three or four weeks uh, with the back line there for Collingwood. They were one of the best back lines for the whole year, and all of a sudden uh, they've dropped their bundle. But those names are coming back in. McCreary, who's so fast off halfback, yeah. Moore, and also Murphy. So... Uh, that that's such a key, I think, for tonight. Um, Melbourne's in for uh, Hibbert and also McDonald. And mm. We know how good their backline is, but surely yeah, that backline for Collingwood does tell a tale tonight. Are we going to see a tag on Clayton Oliver? Well, you would hope, you would think so. Um, you would think so. I mean, uh, the big question is who does that. Um, I'm I'm also very interested in. Um, how young Jacob Van Royen plays tonight. Mm. It's his uh, you know, first final, 20 years of age. Um, he's going to have to stand up tonight. Uh, there's stories right across the board. Um, even a player for Melbourne like uh, Ed Langdon, who's been so prominent, uh, has to stand up. But just a really good night overall. Matt, it is intriguing how this finals plays out in the sense we know Brisbane and Port Adelaide playing at the Gabba and you give Brisbane a head start because they have been unbeaten at the Gabba. They're at home, Port are travelling. Is Melbourne more at home than Collingwood tonight, even though they're the fourth-ranked team? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, even though Collingwood do play a lot of games uh, at the MCG, mm. I, I still think Collingwood are in the box seat for the entire uh, season, to be honest. I think... Uh, the absolute best of Collingwood would win a premiership, no problem at all. Um, the boat's gone a little bit wayward for three or four yep. weeks. Uh, but I think tonight is going to be a massive factor if, if Collingwood go on and win it or not. I think tonight's the big test. Melbourne have just been creeping around at the edges. They've won seven of their last eight. Um, they, they are going really well. And if anything, Melbourne are coming in flying under the radar, and it's really Collingwood's the team to beat. So I think it's perfectly placed. I'd be very, very surprised with the conditions tonight if the game isn't decided by less than a goal. Ooh, there you go for those mm. having a multi. Remember what you're gambling with. A uh, question without notice for both of you, a little bit tricky, but the uh, best trade or recruit of 2023, I'd like to nominate Lockie Hunter. He has been an absolute gun and a model of consistency for Melbourne. Yeah, and he's played nearly every game. He's mm. played 22 matches. Uh, he's done a terrific job, Lockie Hunter. Um, and uh, he's that good that even his father is an out-and-out Melbourne supporter now, which I'd never thought I'd ever <laughs> see Mark Hunter. He taught me at primary school, and he was he bled red, white, and blue Mark Hunter, but uh, he doesn't want a bar of it now. <laughs> Have a look at you now. He should have been arrested. Fair dinkum. Um, <laughs> hey, Matty, what about a selection for tonight? I think Collingwood by eight. Ooh, Ooh, Collingwood by eight. And who's winning the flag in case we don't speak to you beforehand? That's a very sensitive question talking to South Australians, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Collingwood. Collingwood. And the Brisbane, because you are talking to South Australia, in the Brisbane-Port Adelaide game, your views on that one? I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I think Port Adelaide uh, are going to really stand up on Saturday night. I and I'm actually calling that game uh, after the Valley on Saturday night. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, Brisbane at home, give them four or five goals. I think they might just get over the line over Port, but I'm a big fan of Port. Is that sitting on the fence or what? That is. Yeah. <laughs> now, Matt, just as a, a lover of sport, just put that hat on for the moment. 
when you hear Eddie Maguire pushing again, the thought of it, roof on the MCG, and you know what's going to happen tonight, mm. an open venue or what is generally known as an open winter sport, do you think we then lose something if we get a roof on the MCG? We lose that sort of uncertainty of what wet weather could do for this final and that would be taken mm. out of it if mm. we had a roof on the MCG tonight? Well, why do you need it? That's what I'm wondering. Why do we it's need a, it? No, why do you question. need the uncertainty? Oh, no, I love the uncertainty. That's oh. what sport is. It's great. I think um, the great thing about our game is is that little bit of uncertainty. And I vividly remember uh, Carlton supporters will hate me for this, but the, the sitting in the outer the day the Bulldogs played Carlton at the Western Oval in the early 90s and it rained all day. It was mm. the worst day in the world and Carlton didn't mm. kick a goal until 25 seconds towards the end. Uh, Mark Arcieri famously kicked a goal and it was it, if you had that at Marvel Stadium, it would just be so sanitised and yeah. unmemorable. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the games now, if you watch replays of the last five or ten years of matches at Marvel, you don't know what year it is, uh, when they played them, what the conditions were like. It's all too sanitised for me. And mm, okay. even though in a very cold winter in June, um, when it's, it's freezing cold, it's lovely to go into Marvel and you, you don't get wet. But at the same time, I think it, it just takes something out of it. And there was a game there a couple of weeks ago down in Launceston, and the Bulldogs played Hawthorne, and there was a good three or four goal breeze, maybe even stronger. Um, and, it, and it added to it. It absolutely added to oh, it. Oh, it does. Helped. It's great when I, you see about and, eight out of bounds on the fall because of the breeze. Yeah, that's exciting. Not. Oh, <laughs> well, I think I just think that it's, it's a game played around the country outdoors, and if you put a roof on the MCG, I can see why Eddie would want to do that, and I agree with his thoughts about night football, etc. But uh, I think. I just worry that we're just trying to add too many Americanisms to our game. Uh, well, I'll, I'll agree with that. Hey, whilst we've been chatting to you, we're live and interactive, 0427154166. This is your problem, your fault for being the best race caller in the world. We've got about a dozen texts here saying, can you ask Matty what his best bet is for Saturday? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the question, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Autumn Angel in the first. Autumn Angel? Very close to a good thing. In the first uh, at Mooney Valley on Saturday, and I'm going to stick with Tuvalu in the Fian Stakes. I think it's the best horse in the race. Drawn a little wide, but uh, second up fitter, best mm. miler in it. Uh, the Turak winner should get away with the Fian Stakes as well. Oh, I love it, Matty. So Autumn Angel in the mm. first and Tuvalu in the feature race. Hey, we look forward to your call tonight with Jared Waitley, Dwayne Russell and Dermot Brereton. Your coverage gets underway at 6.30. You can hear it here on 16.29. Thanks for your time, Matty. Have a great Thanks, call. Matt. Terrific, boys. All righty. Now, I've lost the thread here. Have you told me about Tom Duday yet or not? No, I haven't got to Tom Duday okay. yet. I was going to take a break. Hanging on. Yeah, we'll do it. Can we do it after This is the like break? those westerns on Saturday nights. You've got a same bat channel, same bat time to know what's going to happen. Are you going to save the damsel in distress on the railway track? It's a rather dramatic analogy, <laughs> Rich. <laughs> The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Standing in the Hall of Fame. Only you could learn the difference between... Blue is for cold water. Red <laughs> is for hot water. Three fifty one. I didn't miss anything, did I? Not really. No, you were spot on. Yeah. I had to race in. Yeah. I've done it a few times lately. 
So those idiot texts have got me rattled. I often like to uh, just go out and put some hot water in my coffee. So I raced out to do it and filled it up with cold water. Not Awful route it not was. Good. Uh, we're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Hey, SENSA is your home of the Host Plus Sample League 2. You can listen live every weekend right here on SENSA. Uh, this one says, hi, gurus. How far can Ken go with this current squad? Now, these are the texts I like. This is from Mr. Peacock. I will not say your Christian name because I know what you're trying to do. Good try. Nearly got me. Uh, Related no, to Teresa Green. Yes, yes, along that line. Yes, yeah, I've been caught out a few times. Pies, this is a text from, no number here. Pies, Lions and Port to bow out and will be a Carlton Melbourne grand final for the first time since 1876 pre-VFA. Is that right? I presume it is. So there's never really? been a Carlton Melbourne grand final in the VFA or the VFL or the AFL. Interesting. See, if Port doesn't make it, I would like something like that. Carlton Melbourne. Oh, it'd just hmm. be good for Carlton. Their fans have been suffering for a long yeah, they time. Have. Um, what have we got here? Uh, hi, boys. I, oh, um, uh, oh, Joey sent this. Is this the same Joe that had a go at me yesterday? It may be. Look, I'll, I'll read it out. We're not being mischievous here. Hi, boys. I hope Port isn't going to block its players from speaking on Five Double Crow. Well, that's been done. Yeah, the that's old fact. Port Adelaide run by Port Adelaide people would laugh at Rowie cracking the silks. It's good banter. No, no, um, it's got a bit deeper than that. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not involved in that. But yeah. um, So what's happened? They have been banned. Yes, they've been sent a note saying they'll have no talent for the rest of the year. Okay. Uh, well, you'll hear them all here on 1629. Uh, G'day, lads. Could we send Michelangelo to Geelong Radio for a draft pick? Might unlikely get a fourth rounder. Dave from Modbury. Oh, fourth round. You're playing hardball, are you? Oh, he's not giving you much to go to K-Rock over <laughs> there, uh, Rooch. Uh, Roochie to be the pies drink boy tonight. Why is that? I don't know. I'm only reading him, Rooch. <laughs> Keep your hands off my Xavier Brickhead Bickley. Ethel oh, from Ethelton. Oh, there we are. <laughs> Out of curiosity. Yes. So our Premier, who's very, very active on mm. getting events to Adelaide, Peter Malinowskis yeah. has hit on the fact that cricket's going to be part of the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And so when we have the Brisbane Olympics in 2032, mm -hmm. they will need to have more than one venue for cricket matches. Mm -hmm. So he wants to pitch Adelaide Oval for the cricket opener. What's the dates? Now, this is interesting. The dates are July 23 to August 8. July now, when we had Sydney, remember when we had the Sydney Olympics, they yeah. were in... September. So we fast forwarded the season. So yeah. we just got everything out of the way. Can we just tidy up one thing? The yeah. cricket will be part of the Olympics yes. then. Yeah. yeah, they will be. Yeah. So we got rid of the AFL season very quickly, remember? And then we all mm -hmm. cleared the decks and we went off to Sydney and enjoyed a magnificent Olympic Games. Well, these ones are in July, August. A couple of questions here. What does the AFL do? Do they sit out? Do we have a six-week break and then come back afterwards? Do we? I mean, how do we – do we cram no, the season? I don't think you can do that with Do we players. cram the season? But the other reason is – I'll we, tell you who it will affect more than anyone if they do anything like that will be the AFLW. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Mm. And then if we're pitching Adelaide Oval and you've got to put the drop-ins mm. and you've got to clear the stadium, you know, for all the security issues, clean-up issues, to have a clean stadium for the Olympics, and then you've got to reconfigure it for footy again two weeks after that. Mm. Where are the Port and Crows teams playing for about six weeks? 
I know it's 2032, Kim, and it's a long way off. But well, that's it, it a, te- a text has come through here say, saying, Roach, it's uh, nine years away. I want to know about Tom Duday. <laughs> well, I do as I just, well. I just read them, Roach. I know, but I, I was intrigued by that remark. Yeah, by I, 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 can't, uh, I can't answer that, Roach. Um, but we, we can get the Premier on. He's always keen yep. to jump on. Do you think Gil will still be at the AFL sorting that one out too? <laughs> oh, Roach, let it go, will you? Mm-hmm. Uh, just quickly, uh, we'll get on the Tom Duday, but uh, Beaumont Tiles are giving away a trip for yep. two to American football's biggest game. That's the Super Bowl. It's worth over $70,000. All you have to do is shop in store at Beaumont's before November the 12th and you're in with a chance of going to the Super Bowl. T's and C's apply. Now, look, I haven't got anything absolutely riveting, but just ringing around today and trying to find out about Dersmer and a few others, as we do, um, the name Tom Duday came up, and it's an interesting situation. Can we not bang heads over our old No, argument? no, let's go with right, where it is now. We're not that, talking that, about what's happened. What, that's where done. is it now? Well, apparently he was originally offered a five-year deal from Adelaide. Which is pretty generous. He's a free agent. They all get five-year deals. That's what I mean. And he's 26 years of age. Is that right? Oh. All right. So he wanted around the 800000 That's 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 top dollar. That surprised me a little bit. I don't think that was the offer. It sat on the table for a couple of months for him to have a decision. Five years sat on the table. You uh, know it, what sort of money? To make a decision. I oh. just Where do you go then? No, no. I just, I just said mm. I think he wanted eight, but I think it was around seven. It was pretty good money. Wow. All right, he chose because there was interest from Sydney and Melbourne to wait. All right, we're not going to argue that anymore. Unfortunately, the time expired where he had to make a decision, then he got injured. So I think the latest offer is only two years, maybe three, and it's at less money, which is fair enough mm-hmm. because this is a man that's now had two knee reconstructions. What I was hearing today is that Sydney uh, now, their interest has waned because they need someone that can play straight away. And you know he's not going to be right till later next year. Right. But I'm believing he has not had an offer yet. So he's in no man's land. Mm. But Brisbane may be looking at four to five years. Dollars won't be huge. What sort of dollars? Well, they'd you be imagine? less than I think what Adelaide were offering. But it gives him security. So to give him four to five years as opposed to maybe two or three at Adelaide. Um, but Ooh. no offer yet is my understanding. So his first want is to stay at the Adelaide Footy Club, but he's not going to get any godfather deal there. So let's stretch this out. Let's say Brisbane comes to the free agency period and they put that five-year deal on the table. If I was him, I'd take it. Right. So Adelaide now gets the call because he's a restricted free agent. Do they say bye-bye? I I think so. Mm, And as pointed out to me by people that weren't managing him, Mm -hmm. um, they said, right, your coach, Kim... uh, Josh Worrell, Tom Duday. Mm. You look at the age difference, mm. uh, yep. what Worrell has shown. Yep. So, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. That's what happens when you, when you roll the dice, though. So that's, that's what we know on that one with Tommy Duday. So we wait and see. Gee, five years, and that would have to be a minimum of 600. I wonder what that gets Adelaide in the Herbs and Spices compensation yep. pick. That would get them something interesting to play with as well. Mm. Oh, well, it'll be a yeah. fascinating October. Yeah, and uh, for those that are wondering why there's been a few silly texts about um, uh, Port Adelaide, yesterday we were trying to discuss how to Port get the deals done to get Radigalia. Now they're asking for a first-round draft pick, which yeah, you have well, to pay well, yeah, over. Well, yeah. If I'm Geelong, I'm asking for the world first up. What happens when you finish out 
trading it all mm. is going to be very, very interesting. Now, mm. we've had a, a text message about, well, why don't Port just say, look, he's out of contract. If you don't play ball with us, we'll march him through pre-season draft. Well, the problem mm. with that is, which other clubs interested in, in Asava Radagalia? Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yep. Now, Hawthorne get wind of that. They go, well, we've got to pick before Port. We'll let Port do all the dirty work and we'll pick Asava in the pre-season draft. Well, They've got no guarantee with that, Port. Yeah, we had a text from Louis earlier. I've, I've got to paraphrase it, but he's saying, bugger him. Why didn't they just let walk him to the draft? Because well, Hawthorne will cut your lunch. Yeah, okay, that answers that one. All right, 4 o'clock, Roach. Uh, who we got coming up at 4 o'clock? Oh, Benny Hart. Looking forward to that. Big game, St Kilda and GWS. Be good to have a chat to Benny, see how he's finding life at GWS. This is Kimba and the Roach. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Thursday afternoon, massive game coming up tonight at 6.50. It's Collingwood taking on Melbourne. Yay. What? Great news. What's Toby happened? Bedford's won his appeal oh, after right, 11 days. Rightly so. That's farcical, that is. Not that he got days. off. 11 days. 11 days is a joke. It is wrong for a professional organisation. How good is that? That's brilliant news. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets supporting women in sport. A, uh, our next guest, we love chatting to him, Rich. He'd be he happy. to be a part of the SEN family. He will be happy. I want you to decipher this for me, all right? Mm, okay. He's a two-time, four-time, two-time. Go on. <laughs> two-time. Oh, two premierships. Yes. Four-time. All Australians. Yes. Two-time. Club champion. Wow, beautifully done, Rich. Ben Hart joins us now. Hello, Benny boy. Hello, Kimbo Roots. How are we? <laughs> Hello, Ben. Are you happy with that yeah. news with you Toby Bedford? To be. Yeah, we've been just sitting on the phone waiting for it to come through. And just before you rang, uh, yeah, great news. Look, we're pretty the, excited that. What's the, the kid uh, gone through, Ben, for yeah. 11 days? Ridiculous. Yeah, it's been a long build up, that's for sure. With, uh, you know, we all think we potentially could have got this out of the way last week. But um, look, we just, we, uh, we were pretty. Um, prepared to go with whatever happened to be honest and, and, and he's been really good about it Toby like clearly he was he was pretty certain that he um, didn't deserve a week and, and we thought the same and but we prepared as if he wasn't there um, being hopeful that, that he would be there so look it's great news for him and you know, it'll be his first final, which is great for him and great for a lot of our players as well. So, yeah, we're pretty excited to get to play. Good news. All right, you take on the most boring side in the competition, uh, team in the competition, <laughs> St Kilda. 2.20 Saturday. I say that jokingly. But, uh, more complaints <laughs> coming. There's more there. complaints. They're hard to score about against. Hey, uh, Finn Callahan and Sam Taylor both had fitness tests today. Is that correct? And where are they at? Yeah, look, they both got through training uh, and looked pretty good, to be honest. They both did a little bit extra afterwards as well. Uh, it's probably going to come down to um, how they pull up tomorrow, to be honest, mm. and and medical advice. But I think it's going to be more more likely that they're both um, cleared to play, which would be exciting for for both of them. Like having having Sam in your side is um, you know makes us better, mm. makes us a stronger side. And and Finn, although he's missed a bit of um, bit of footy, he's had a pretty solid block of training for the last two weeks. So. If they both wake up and feel all right, I think, uh, yeah, you can expect them both to play. On a serious note, St Kilda's average score against is 72 points. That's what they hold the opposition to. Are we going to see the orange tsunami? Do you have a mindset that, right, we're going to kick 90 to 100 points and win this game? Yeah, we hope so. That's, that's how that's we go exactly. into most games. Yep. Um, yeah, we, look, we want to score no matter who we play against. Um, 
it'll prove to be probably quite difficult against uh, St Kilda. As you mentioned, mm-hmm. they're very strong defensively. They get numbers back behind the footy. Uh, they help each other pretty strongly in the air as well. So we're going to have to be at our best, and we think there's a few things that we we do well, and if we're on top of our game, we think we'll be able to move the ball um, effectively against them. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a, a pretty big challenge for sure. Ben, speaking of tsunamis and waves, you've certainly been on one with GWS this year. Now, we understand Adam Kingsley comes in as a new coach, new things need to be put in place, and you're going to go through some ups and downs. But when did you realise that it was coming together and would lead to a final series? Yeah, um, look, we always thought our second half of the year it should be stronger than our first. Um, like, as you mentioned, we're trying to implement a whole new system and things that some of the players have never seen before. And, and we have to remember, we also had a whole new coaching group who mm. I don't think any of us had worked with Adam before as well. So getting getting to understand how he wanted to be play, the, the game to be played and how he wanted it to be coached um, was going to take a bit of time. But around that, the midway of the year, you could see things were starting to click and, and come together to to resemble something which we're, we're hopeful can take us through finals. And you know, to get on a little bit of a roll and I think seven in a row, um, you know, you could see things coming together. So, yeah, it's taken some time, but we think we're, you know, we're in good shape and playing um, a good brand of footy at the right time of the year. You won nine of your past 11. Toby Green, your captain, has been in rare form. He was named All-Australian captain. You would have got 5,000 to one a couple of years ago for that to yeah. ever happen. <laughs> has he changed the way he goes about it or is he just, does he just lead by example? Oh, no, I think a bit of both, to be honest. I think he's openly said he's matured a little bit over the last couple of years. But um, some guys, if you give them leadership um, opportunities, uh, they really thrive, and he's one of those. Like um, His football speaks for itself, but I think now he's even gone above and beyond just, you know, I mean this respectfully, worrying about himself and how he plays. He's now passing on to, to everyone um, the standards that he wants and, and expects from one another, and um, and also his knowledge, he's passing it on um, really well. So I think he's matured. I think he's uh, turned into a great captain. But the, I mean, the one thing that he does do, and I played under um, a guy like Marcus Shido, he does. He says, mm. "Come with me, boys, and we'll do this." So mm. look, it's good for our younger gr- uh, younger crew to have someone like that, that um, gave, leading the, leading the team. That gave you a few hangovers as a young bloke, didn't it? When Ruth said, yeah, come on in, off the come field. On, Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, no, he's been sensational. No greater reward for him to get the, the All-Australian captain. So we're really proud of him. Ben, you're a well-travelled team this year. And I think, was it, if you'd kicked another goal, you would have had a home final. Mm. Have you prepared for an mm. away final? Uh, yeah, well, the same as we have all year. Um, we, we're pretty comfortable in our game style. Um, if played correctly, can match it with most sides. And that's on the, uh, at home or on the road. And, I think we've proved that you know our, our game is good enough, and it doesn't matter where we play. So, look, it's different. We haven't played much at the the MCG, but mm. um, we think that the game style that we're that we're bringing, you know, our ability to attack and um, and move the ball um, with speed, and that orange tsunami you talk about, um, can do that at any ground. So, look, we're we're pretty comfortable in, in how we sit, um, but certainly we we know we've got a challenge ahead of our, ourselves uh, against a pretty dogged and um, you know, as you said, defensive side. Benny, you've been an assistant coach to many uh, AFL coaches now. Adam Kingsley, we've spoken to him for years as a player when he was at Port Adelaide. We've had him on the show a few times as a coach. Uh, tell us something we don't know about him. Has he surprised you? How's he different? Or who would you compare him to? Uh, he lifts a lot of weights. Yeah, he um, does. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> the size of his arms. <laughs> um, oh, look, I, I, he's a great communicator. I think he's really clear on on his philosophy around footy um, mm. and how he thinks it should be played and 
um, and what stands up in finals and really clear. So I think one of the, the not easy, but things that you can fall back to as an assistant underneath him is that there's always a plan and a system that you can coach. So you don't have to really muck around with, with too much. Obviously, you offer up your advice and um, things that you might want to change or have a look at, but he's very strong on the system. So if you can come back with ways to make the system better, then he's, he's all he is. But I think the way he communicates with his players is, um, is something that really stands out. Um, you know, he fills them full of confidence, but he's pretty clear also that, you know, this is a system that will hold up in finals and um, will do anything to play that way. So, uh, look, he's been had a really strong year, that's for sure. And, Benny, we should probably be aware of this, but your, your situation, are you living up there full-time? If, if so, what's it like living up there and, and being involved with GWS and all the anonymity that comes with it? Yeah, interesting one, you should say. Look, I'm enjoying my time. I'm, I'm loving it up here, living on my own. Um, for, my, for the year and um, have a little one-bedroom place, uh, you know, and we head back every now and again mm. um, back to Melbourne. But, um, look, certainly it's, um, it's different. I mentioned to someone today at the end of training, with the press were here at the start of training and we did the press conference, et cetera, with, with Kingers. And, and then Sam Taylor, who's a pretty important player for us, yeah. Was doing a fitness test at the end of training, and there was not one camera out there oh. watching the watching it at all, um, yeah. or not that we saw. Um, whereas if you're in Melbourne or Adelaide, the, mm. the cameras would have been everywhere and, and in your face. So, yeah, it, it has its um, advantages, I think, being able to get through and and really just tip into the work that you're trying to achieve. Um, but also, you you don't always always get the the rub of the green, I guess, when it comes to promotion of of our players and how good some of them are. So, you know, you take the good with the bad, but I'm really enjoying it being up here and, and just getting to work. Yeah, and the jumper goes with your hair too, so that's a bonus. <laughs> hey, <wee>! And <laughs> always going to happen, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Always. Hey, um, yeah. You, you talk about your players. If Sam Taylor was playing in Melbourne, would he be one of the biggest names in AFL? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think what he does uh, week on week when he's fit is... Um, you know, as good as uh, um, the game has seen at the moment. Um, some of the players he looks after, but some of the desperation, the desperate acts that he does and the amount of marks that he takes from positions he shouldn't, um, you know, he's been fantastic for us. And the guys love playing with him and uh, and we love what he does. So, yeah, look, look he's in our eyes, he's, he's one of the best defenders in the comp. Ben, you talk about system. It was We all raised our eyebrows because we're not used to coaches being so forthright. But when Adam Kingsley said here at Adelaide Oval mid-season that he was still working on plan B, it just told us about just how much work he's putting into this new GWS. How far Mm. are you down the track to being just more dimensional as a footy team? Um, It's an interesting one. So strong on the system. And I think we're only really scratching the surface. I don't think we'll be playing our best footy maybe for another 12 months Mm. in the system that, um, that Adam's trying to implement. Um, we, we've certainly seen a big spike in those areas, but there's there's certain um, areas in it that can just get better and better. And um, you know, hopefully we can do it in the finals. But um, certainly the way we move the footy and and who we move it with um, is another evolution. And um, you know. We'll see it unfold, but I still reckon yeah, another 12 months and you'll see the very best of it. OK, look forward to it. Uh, it happens in most games, but the game's won in the midfield and uh, you've got a gun midfield, Kelly, Big Tom Green and uh, Cornelio, the reinvention of him. Uh, St Kilda, you've got mm. Brad Crouch. You know he's going to get his 27 to 32. I don't know if you worry about mm. that too much, but is that where the game's won and lost? Yeah, I think so. But having said that, both both sides, um, the way they transition the ball, even though we, we say... 
St Kilda are a dour defensively. They do have their moments of, you know, to be able to take 100 and, mm. uh, or average 100 uncontested marks and move the footy at times with speed with some of their players that they have with the run and Hill and Sinclair. Um, look, if if we allow them to have their day, they they can hurt us on the scoreboard. So um, <clears throat> I think they all are, aren't they, Kimber? Really, the, yeah. the, they're one in the midfield. If you can win possession and get it in your half, they're a strong front half side. We'd like to think we're a strong front half side as well. So. Yeah, if, if you can win that battle and, and certainly get field position, that's what we'll be all about in the weekend. Stephen Cornelio's done what Matt Crouch has done, but he's done it for a season or so. Um, why has he turned his form around? Because uh, he certainly lost all confidence under Leon Cameron. Yeah, confidence is interesting, isn't it? You get that from doing things. And I think he's been really clear on the role that we want him to play in the side. It's not just Stephen go out and get 30 possessions and you know win the footy wherever you like. He's He's got a really strong role he has to follow as do all of our midfielders and um the good thing about having a strong role is that you can you can look at it you can uh review it you can go back to it and see what needs to be done differently and he's really bought into that so um you know he plays one of the three roles through the midfield that we have but um i think he's thriving in that and and having it really clear for him so then he can just go out and let his weapons um come to the game and he's got some pretty strong ones that we love so uh look he's it's been terrific for him to see his form this year it's going to be an entertaining game. Let's yep. hope the Orange Tsunami is up and about. They're great to watch when they play that style of footy. They take on St Kilda Saturday afternoon, 2.20 Adelaide time at the MCG. If you don't go all the way and win the flag, would you like Port Adelaide to win it? Um, of course. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think Port, I think Port have actually been playing really well. And when we played them a, a few weeks back... Um, and that, during that period, I think they were the one of the best sides that we certainly played. So, um, yeah, I don't mind if, if, if we don't win it. Um, certainly, Port uh, probably deserve it after the year they've had. They've been pretty good. You're a good man, Benny. We wish you all the best and we appreciate your time. Good on you guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Benny. Benny Hart, always a good chat. I just wondered what response I'd get there. Could be interesting. They could be he playing did. each other next week. He, he didn't go down as an assistant coach at any stage, did he? Sorry, go. What do you mean? Ben Hart. No, Tyson Edwards went. Brain fade. Uh, Benny Hart. Port Adelaide? Yeah. No, no, Ben wasn't no, there. No, no Tyson no. went there. Yes. Um, who are you tipping in that one, Rooge? GWS. Yeah, same. Same, same. All right, we need to go to a break. Uh, look, a stack of text coming through here. I do feel awkward talking about other stations, Rooge. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> you do I, not. I, I do, but people go to the effort of... A, yeah. And, and and plus, I get a pump up here. <laughs> get that get that trumpet ready. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Look, hey lads, this is about. Will you break the story about Double A being banned from Port Adelaide players? This one says, "Hey lads, maybe if Timmy Jennifer jumped off the fence for once and oh. had an opinion, he's a good friend, Timmy. Uh, Port would let their players talk on Double A. That station would be so boring with Rowie, and you know it, Roach. Like this station would be without Kimbo. That's Wilfred Norlunga. <laughs> hey, a nice text." Hey, we're going to a break on a high. <laughs> the all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. We're live from Studio Lumo USA. Thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. It's a great place to shop. We are at number one King William Street in the city. Currently 13.2 degrees outside. Had a bit of wet weather last night, Roach. Um, what? 
I don't usually look at the text messages, but I've become oh, curious now because now? we know we've we've lifted some blood pressure around the place, haven't we? Someone's lifted mine, some idiot. <laughs> but I'm intrigued by some of the feedback we're getting right. nowadays. All right, read it out because I've got one. Kimbo! I'll, oh, right, okay. No comma, but I'll put yeah, it in. No, that's all right. Please don't do the two-time, four-time, two-time thing like that. No, I can't read anymore. Well, why can't you read it? Well, you have a look at what he says of that. Of well, someone I'll else. The way the text machines work, I have one open up here that I want to do. One that's come in at 419. Okay, I'll have a look, Roach. I'll read this one out first because you have to do who's hot and yes. who's not, thanks to. For Jitsu. Very good. Uh, this one says, I like this. Fellas, this Bedford decision is far overdue. Mm. The AFL should stand for Amateur Football League. 11 days coming into finals. Come on, AFL. Great result, though. Should have been thrown out on the vision. That's from Booger. That's disrespectful to the Adelaide Footy League because they would have sorted it out within three days. It, it, that is farcical, Roach. Totally farcical. 11 days. So why did they add nine people to the tribunal panel this year? Um, I have no idea. Well, all of them were on holidays, yeah, were well, they? Well, the excuse was that they were away. Well, gone. All, what? 12 of them, not around the place. I'm only quoting what I heard on, I think it was Footy Classified. Uh, this this text you're talking about, uh, Kimbo, please don't do the two-time, four-time, two-time thing like that DH from <laughs> oh. the other afternoon sports show. Oh, oh, well, well, there's a, a lot of DHs on a lot of sports shows, and we probably qualify. Designated hitters? <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. DH stands for, yeah, designated hitters. I specifically hitter. came over to SEN to get away from that buffoons, <laughs> buffoons antics, <laughs> Dave from Mount Barker. Sorry, Dave. I just like to catch Rooch out sometimes. Uh, here's a text. Uh, good Where's day. Where's the challenge in that? What? Catching me out. Well, when we were doing that competition, there was very little. You, you I'm the only person to have lost a competition to someone who didn't get a question right. Yeah, that was probably my fault. <laughs> Apod- apologies to Daniel Thomas from Montine uh, Hyundai. <laughs> Cost him a small fortune. Mind you, that'd just be sitting in his fob pocket or his car ashtray. Yeah, probably. Uh, good day. A very important few days coming up. I am asking, do I need to provide any information regarding last week's nearest the pin? Oh. Competition regards Noel. Oh, is Noel the winner? No, no, oh, no. Isn't Noel the one who keeps sending them in early because he's got a lot no, of things no, no, going no, on? Rich, no, that's no, Arthur, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's Arthur. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should have worked that out before you spoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Noel, no, no. I not, was asking a question. No, yeah, and then you answered your own question. Uh, Noel, yes, I think you were with the winner, Ben's. Hang on. Yeah, he's already done it. Noel, you don't have to do anything. Uh, you'll receive something via email. Is that right, Benny? Text. Text or email, so yeah, you will get your IGA voucher. I think that one was for a hundred dollars. All right, Richie, Roach, 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 Roach. Um, Fujitsu. Who's hot and who's not? Uh, come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Who's hot? Well, Kim, I was most concerned last week when I got an email mm. saying, "Would you like six free tickets to the Collingwood Melbourne AFLW opener at Princess Park?" Oh, I thought, you made a song and dance over that. Well, it concerned me because I thought, and that's why we asked Nicole Livingston when she kindly mm. joined us on the show from the AFLW. No, don't say we. That was all you. Thank you. About what would the Matildas factor? Was it a case of whereby mm. it would? Create as she has called it over the weekend, the green wave for them, mm, or mm. would it have young women go off to another code of sport, which we're all happy for people to play sport? So that wasn't mm-hmm. it. The final numbers are in, Kim, and this is good news. The average crowd at an AFLW game at the weekend, bearing in mind these are ones with tickets you have to buy, which is vastly different to year one, remember, where you can yes. walk in for free, yep, was 4,819. That's good. 
It's isn't a point. It? It's hot. Yeah. Because if you look at last year, it was 4,503. So they've increased their crowd numbers. We mm. want the game to grow. What have we always heard about the women's game? Oh, they don't score enough. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes you can get really dramatic games without worrying about the scoreboard, can't you? Definitely. Dramatic David finishes. Wildey and I used to argue about that infinitum. Yep. So the average score has increased. Average last year was 38.6. This year it's 39.2. Marginal, I know, mm-hmm. but it's increasing. Mm-hmm. You might say to me, but hang on, they're longer quarters. Yeah, true. But mm-hmm. it's a good sign. Instead of the coaches, when they get their tactical hats on, developing defensive football, they're allowing the women's game to continue to grow to attacking themes. Mm-hmm. That's good news. So every indicator is red for hot in AFLW. They're mm-hmm. going in the direction we want to see the game grow. So that's the good news there. That's what's hot I like that at the moment. Uh, Rich, and it'll only get better. I hope you're right. Do not compare it to the men's game. No, this guy has a long way to go. They've got two roads of their own. All right, I know you're up and about here. Let's see who's hot. Who is not hot thanks to Fujitsu? It's the first week of the finals, Kim. Yes, it is. Rich. We're all, what we ask you, who's going to win? Is Port going to beat Brisbane? Brisbane mm-hmm. going to beat Melbourne? Mm-hmm. So then you go, well, I need some advice. Mm-hmm. I need the big names in the game. What do you want to know? <laughs> Mark Bickley. <laughs> yes. Who's he tipped for the four finals this weekend? I don't now, know. Now, his tips are in the advertiser, Kim. It's yeah. there. You you buy the paper. You give them the money every, I, every I day. Do. I should ask for it back. One sometimes. day you even bought two. I still don't understand why you bought two that day. Uh, because uh, the things I wanted to cut out, I'm old oh. school. I like to cut out and keep notes. Right. They're on the back of each other. So what do you want me to do? The tipsters panel. I want Mark Bickley's tips for the first week of the finals. Oh, I'm obviously being you set, got there? set I've up heard you something. rattle right, the paper no, there. Hang on. Um, um, ben, shut up. I know we have to go to a break. We're in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> uh, Rachel Spawn's leading on 146. Well done, Rachel. Um, uh, Mark Bickley's on 130. Mark Bickley has tipped Collingwood, <laughs> Hawthorne, Gold Coast and Brisbane. Hang on. No, no, hang on. Run that past me again. No, you obviously know what you're doing. Uh I'm just having a look. Collingwood uh, to beat Melbourne. Uh, they've stuffed all of them up. Have they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's Hawthorne, there's Gold Coast, uh, there's Fremantle in here. All right, well, that's not good. <laughs> no, I think the point is the advertisers cut back so much for so long, surely someone could proofread the tipsters panel. Okay, so that's a ma- – well, now That is the, not hot. Now we've got text coming through about it uh, as well. I would say so. Uh, a lot bo- of people are not happy about boys, it. Boys, have we discussed the advertisers' lack of proofreading regarding the finals predictions, Phil? Uh, that is a shocking mistake from the ties. You need to do better, mm. a lot better. We need to go to a break. Bumfluff Benny's getting upset. Uh, it's 4.29. That was who's hot and who's not, thanks to Fujitsu. More and more people are still coming home to Fujitsu's comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Standing in the Hall of Fame. 4.34. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd be late for the news? Quick text. It's unfortunate about Tom Duday, but things really didn't go his way in the end. And as you said, Kimbo, Josh Worrell has played so good that he was shown, he has shown that he can be replaced. Adelaide have done the right thing. It can be a tough caper. Hey, Dan Houston had a press conference today, Roach. We spoke to him this week or last week? Last week when he signed his contract. Yeah, a brilliant young man to talk to. Yes, what a season is. he's had, all Australian. Uh, he was asked whether they're expecting a scrappy game on Saturday night. 
Yeah, we're prepared to play any style that we need to play and um, you know, we looked at a few stats compared to seasons and finals and the contested footy and the intercepts, the ground balls, all that sort of stuff um, you know, is a lot higher which does indicate that it is a little bit more scrappier which is you know, obviously due to the intensity going up so we're prepared to play that and we know there'll be stages where it'll open up and we'll get the game going um, but we are prepared for a scrap as well. Cannot wait, looking Perfect. forward to it. Everything, Dan. Watching with the family, Roach. I'll have a port beanie and scarf on as well. Can I get a photograph of this, please? Uh, no. Oh. All right, news next. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. song applies to our next guest yes. living in the Hall of Fame and the world's going to know his name. It's 439 Rucho, one of our favourites coming up next. He's known as the Chad, the Human Pectoral and the Dud Brother. Chad Corns. Well, he didn't win four <laughs> best and Ferris, did he? How many did you win, Chaddy? If you're not offended, Chad, I am. Well, that question normally comes up. At least once a week. How many, you win? <laughs> How many should you have won? Uh, it is a really sore point in my life, Kimbo. So I'm glad you kicked it off like that. <laughs> yeah, the but, answer's zero. Of yeah, yes, I know. But you know I love you, and I have for many years. On a serious note, did you run a rub? Second, third? Go and get me started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you. If your brother got four, you, you, you should have ten. Anyway, now they've, they've, they've upset Kane. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chad, before we start, can you tell? We've heard that Tom mm. Jonas didn't complete training well, calf injury. What's the status of Tom's position at the moment? Yeah, well, it was it was actually at the the end of training that like yeah. we actually finished the main drills. The boys were doing their individual sort of needs, and he was doing some marking. I think with. The rest of the backs, I didn't see it, but the way he walked off, uh, yeah, he looked pretty sore. So I think I think it's a form of a, a calf injury. I think he was getting scans later today, but didn't look great, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, really you know, shattered for him. And then to do it at that stage of training is um, it's quite rare to see those injuries um, when you're just doing your, your craft sessions at the end. So He's a great yeah, we'll have to wait and see the yeah. actual damage. Great man, loyal leader, and as tough as they come. He's had a really frustrating yeah. two years. Hey, before we get into Saturday night's game, we can't wait for it. At the Gabatoire, 6.55 on Saturday. Let's go back, Chatty, because, uh, gee, the Port Adelaide Footy Club has played some great football at the Gabba. How did you find it as an oval? I, I, I can remember a couple of – was there a couple of draws that you played there in the early 2000s? Uh, yeah, uh, I think that was just, just before, before my time. Yeah, it was, Chad. Was um, it? Okay. I was on a list that – it took me a while to get um, consolidated at Port, but I, I do remember those draws. My first final, I think, from memory, was there. Played a couple of finals. Um, and in between that, we had some, some great games against the Lions up there. Like One stands out, Josh Carr doing a role on, I think it was Michael Voss, and kicked four goals Ooh. himself. We won by a point later on in the year. So, no, it, it's a great ground. Obviously, the weather, more often than not, is perfect. Uh, we had a really good tussle with them at the, the Gabba round one last year mm. and you know, just missed out the back end of the game because you know, we had three or four guys go down with injuries. But obviously a, 
a great team in general, but a really good team there and, and really hard to beat. And their and their fans do get behind it and make some some really loud noise as most home crowds do. So it's a huge challenge. But obviously, yeah, the boys couldn't be more more excited about it all. All right, we'll get into those. But just for the ground itself, and we know about their record, um, but the ground, there's no nuances there that cause any problems. It's basically it can get a little greasy at night. Is that about the only thing? Apart from that, you, you find the ground as good as gold. No, the ground, the actual you know, surface is, is perfect. Yep. Uh, I think it's going to be warm Saturday, you know, 24, 25 degrees during the day, which normally means it can get a little slippery uh, once the sun goes down, but you know, I, you know, we've played in all sorts of conditions throughout the, the course of this year. So you know, a bit of bit of dew and the ball being a bit slippery will be mm. nothing the boys aren't prepared for. Chad, the team will come out shortly, but we've had big questions for two weeks now. How ready is Trent McKenzie? Trained really well uh, over the last, you know, since he's been able to be on the track and and get involved with drills. Uh, train really well, and he's he's a weird one, Trent. He's a guy that can come off a a longer term injury, long term injury, and not need a lot of preparation in terms of what he does uh, during the week. He's just one of those guys that can do the required sessions to prove mm. his fitness, and more often than not, uh, comes out and performs in his first game back. And such an important player for our team, the way we set up, uh-huh. and for the back line in particular. So, yeah. All going well, he'll be in. Okay, and the other end of the park, Todd Marshall, who missed the game against Richmond with that hip issue. Yeah, it's been, yeah, this time of year, everyone's got, as Choco used to say, everyone's got a story. Everyone's yeah. got something that's not quite right with their with their body. And this this had been causing Toddy a little bit of concern, but nothing that he wasn't able to play through and still impact games. It was just, you know, the right time to give him a bit of time off to, to work on it and try and settle it down. And he trained today, obviously, and trained quite well. Good. Good news. Teddy, sometimes you've got to risk it if you want the biscuit. It's an old saying, but uh, <laughs> a, a rat, don't laugh at me. A ratio Fantasia, is, yep. is he close? From what we're hearing, he, he won't be playing, but he's put in a body of work now. Yeah, well, he's, he's, uh, he's done what he can over the last month. Mm. Yeah, we were obviously all the the Magpies game, the Centrals on the weekend, and that second quarter he played just well. It did. It reminded us reminded us all of how how good yep. he is. Um, it's been really frustrating for him, for us, just not being able to string consistent games and training sessions together. That over the last month, I feel like he's done that. He's played some really good footy with the Maggies, and yeah, like I said, that second quarter. Last week, he absolutely lit it up. So, no, he won't play, but mm. he he's not far off. You know, a little disappointing, obviously, for, for many reasons. Maggie's losing. I would have loved to see Raz, as long as well as a, a lot of other players, get another go at it this week. But he'll train really well um, for however long we're still involved. And, yeah, he's like I said, he's doing he's doing a lot right. So his name is definitely not forgotten. Oh well, that's good. And and what it does do, stating the obvious, it puts pressure on McIntyre and also Frankie Evans as well. So it's a good situation for the club. Yeah, and those guys they've done a they've done a, a body of work throughout the year. Like Jed's one that you know, I might have told you guys. It, it mm. took me to actually coach him and watch his games mm. in detail to understand the actual importance 
of what he does for us. Um, he's one of those players that, you know, he won't walk off with 20 possessions and, and three goals, but the impact he has on our games and how we play is just as important as the players that do that. So uh, no, I love Jed. I love all those you know, small pressure forwards we have in our forward line. And, and like I said, they play such an important role in the way we go about things. Chad, can we get your perspective on how Oppenheimer works during this final series? How, how does this theme play out for Port Adelaide? Yeah, well, theming is something we've, you know, clubs have used it yeah. forever, but in particular, We've made a point of theming many things this year from, from the, the first day pre-season to the way we scout the oppositions to little blocks of blocks of games that we go on. We theme pretty much everything. So this is no different. I think mm. the, without giving too much away, the main theme behind this one is how much work it's taken from a lot of people to get us to this point we're in right now and, and just making sure we maximise this position that we, we put ourselves in. Were you in support of this as a theme going into the finals? Because I found an old player profile on you and it says your favourite movies are The Notebook, Notting Hill, Pretty Woman and My Best Friend's <laughs> Wedding. <laughs> oh, dear. Is that true? Yeah. You no, that's true. You're an old romantic, you know that. Back in the days no, when we are hanging around the Oxford Hotel. <laughs> ever since I've had... Uh, well, Michaela had winter, we've had a, had a daughter... All those movies that you mentioned, anytime they come on, I instantly break out in tears, which is <laughs> something I'm quite embarrassed about. But something changes when you have a have a child, so oh. they're not my favourite movies, but they um, they strike a note with me. Uh, you've always had a big heart. <laughs> All right, take us through the uh, the rest of the week, Chatty. What what happens now until you till you fly up there, and when does that happen? Yeah, good day, good day. Training today in today. some interesting conditions. Yep. Um, and then the boys obviously waits and a few other bits and pieces this afternoon. We fly out earlier than normal tomorrow to, to just, you know, get to the the hotel, get relaxed, have a few meetings there and then go and have our you know, final captain's run at the gather uh, tomorrow afternoon in, again, some warm, beautiful conditions. How, how, how do you feel? How good is it? We know as football lovers and we are pumped to watch Port play tomorrow night, but how exciting is it to be back in the finals caper? Oh, you you, t- you take it for granted when mm. like when you're in it over the last you know before last year those last couple of years because it's just obviously week by week and you're not understanding what it's like to not be involved until you're not involved. So this mm. time last year when you finished and you're, you're having your you know your review meetings and how you're going to play next year, it's um it's definitely a better position to be in where we are right now and it's uh. All in all, it's been a really, really strong year year for us. Um, we played some outstanding footy. Some some young guys have really stepped up, as as the older guys have as well. So, a great challenge against a, a great team on their home ground, you know, in the first final. But we feel like we are in a, a really, really strong mm. position. Chad, I have a striking memory of those grand days of Port Adelaide and Brisbane in two thousand or two thousand and four when. Mark Williams and Phil Walsh took you to the Gabba for a final. And Choco walks yeah, out and he's you, seen <laughs> the roped off centre square and the antics that we all saw that night or day. What's going to happen this time? Have you got to guarantee you got a full oval this time? Or are we going to see all this again? Well, it's not as important for the run that we'll have okay. tomorrow if, that, if that's what you're getting at. It's yeah. more of... You know, it's the final session. Some guys do a little bit more than others. It's not like full combative training sessions. It's more just get the legs moving, 
get yourself used to the oval. Um, you know, that centre bounce there does bounce a little higher than, than most others. So whether you get access to that, mm. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Chucker actually used to water the, or put the balls in buckets before <laughs> the training session on that last final captain's run just to get used to how slippery it will yeah, be yeah. at night. But, but like I said, we, we have played in mm. pretty much every condition um, possible this year. So whatever they throw up, the boys will be ready. We cannot wait, Chatty. 6.55 Saturday night, Port Adelaide taking on Brisbane at the Gab. A few texts coming through. Kimbo in capital letters, be careful teasing the human peck. Exactly. Port will end up banning <laughs> Port players coming on your show. <laughs> no, they won't. They love us. Yeah. And I love on, the man. Mum, mum was looking after winter. I just got home and I walked in. And the one thing you never want to hear when you, you know you get into the gym, she says, you look skinny, Chad. Like, oh, thanks. thanks for that, Tony. Wow. Well, maybe the pecs aren't what they used wow. to be, Kimbo. Well, get in the gym. Get in the gym. Hey, good on you. We can't wait. We'll chat to you again throughout the finals, Chad. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Chad. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Can't believe you said he was the dud brother, Roach. You are a rude professional sometimes. <laughs> um, wow. He, he's not happy. He never won one. Well, I can, I can, oh, I don't yeah. know. We've done the list before about him. He's got the greatest, top 10 players. He's got the greatest prize ever. He's got, a, he's got a premiership. He's got the breakthrough premiership medal for Port Adelaide. Well, well, he has, Roach. Well, unless your ears are painted he also on, he's clearly has, not happy still. He also has legendary status in showdowns. Yes, he does. What's the best is he in your top five? What's is he, best is he in your top five Port Adelaide players of all time? Of AFL? AFL. Because you know that. AFL. Long. AFL. We've got oh. two minutes. Well, you know he's my favourite. Roach. Give me your top five. I'm not doing that off the head again because you know you've got to put in Wanganine. Right, one. You've got to put Treadray. You've Two. got to put um, – oh, this is getting – it gets all very hard. There's Primus in there. There's Corns. Three. There's Frank who Which Corns? There's Laid, both of them. Right. Oh, and then you've got now. You've got the crop that's coming through now as well. All right. There's Boak. And there's – you can't tomorrow. leave out Robbie Gray. How am I putting all these blokes in five? <laughs> what are you – don't carry on as if I've given you the, the hardest task in the world. You used to do your top 50, Roach. Yeah, but I'd put a bit of thought into it. Well, plus you were getting paid more. <laughs> uh, good afternoon, gents. Surely the Crow Tizer has had its day. For an organisation of its size, the continual blunders they make are just not acceptable. Remember when they plastered the front page with Crow travel plans when Port were playing in a standalone blockbuster good. that night? Their bias increasingly salacious and completely out of touch. And they wonder why readership is dwindling. That is Ben from Marden. Well, and we all make mistakes, Kim. Yeah. We, we'll put up our hand. We make mistakes oh, as I well. I make plenty. But there are some things that you need to check, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, it's obviously a lack of uh, stuff. Hey, we yeah, received a really, really nice text, Lockie. We did read it. We just felt a bit self-indulgent reading it out. Yes. And it's just not cool to highlight that one of our office season stations have halved their ratings or ratings have halved. I did it anyway. <laughs> Boys, here's a text, Rich. Uh, boys, would Port... Oh, this is a good one. Mm. This is the stuff we're going to be talking about, unfortunately. Yes, or fortunately. upsets people as well. Yeah. Boys, would Port let Ollie Lord go home to Geelong to get the Asaba deal done from Mickle? Well, it's and, the Sean Wellman question again, isn't and, it? And it, it gets to what's he worth. He's a young player. He's a development player. He's three years from his best. Yeah, but does that fit Geelong's needs? Port well, Adelaide can't well, afford... Yes, because yeah, Tom I Hawkins guess. and Jeremy yeah, Cameron you, yeah, are aging. Yeah. So. But Charlie Dixon is going to eventually have to step aside to Ollie Lord at Port. Yeah. Wow. This Just is, like Taylor Walker has to step aside. This is not really like swapping marbles in the schoolyard, is it? Um, well, we never used to swap them. We used to win them. 
Oh, here you we go. You get the again. circle and you here get, we go you get the old blood eye or whatever it's I, called. You mm. must have been so competitive as a kid. Very, very much so. Did your sister beat you? No. No, she used to practice putting her makeup on me. I, I, didn't, I didn't like that. Wow. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>